0: subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details
1: this is wwj all local
2: good afternoon i'm tony ortiz and i'm tracy mccaskill our top story today marks a somber anniversary one year ago, the lives of three promising students were lost when a gunman opened fire on the campus of Michigan State University.
3: So sad, three young MSU students senselessly killed on campus by a shooter who took his own life one year ago. MSU canceled classes today to honor Brian Frazier of Grosse Point, Alex Werner from Clawson, and Nineteen year old sophomore Ariel Anderson of Harper Woods. Timothy Davis is Ariel's uncle. What do you tell a family who has suffered the loss like your family suffered?
1: Uh I would just tell them to um always try to look ahead, right? Just just look ahead, look at and analyze every situation and see how you can become better. That's the best thing that you can do because we can't change the circumstance but you can't change yourself
3: there'll be a candlelight vigil on the campus of msu tonight at 7:30. 30. charlie langton wwj news radio
1: 9 meanwhile michigan state university has instituted several security changes following last year's shootings on campus while discussions continue over how to formally memorialize those who were killed. Although the process is still ongoing, it is expected every classroom on the MSU East Lansing campus will have new locks installed by late spring or early summer, lockable from the inside and accessible by emergency personnel as needed from the outside. There are more video cameras now installed across campus, looped into what is described as a central security operations center manned by MSU police for twenty four hour surveillance capability. Here's MSU Vice President Emily Garant.
0: We also created a active violence intruder trading. And we are strongly encouraging all students and faculty and staff to take that training and help them be better prepared for a shelter-in-place scenario or a run-hide-fight scenario.
1: As for Berkey Hall, site of where the shooting began one year ago, classes have returned, but not in the rooms on the first floor of the building that were
2: impacted.
0: And they will not be classes again in the future in that specific space the student government group has already dedicated a bench. There will be more coming in the future.
2: John Hewitt, WWJ News Radio, 950. Having ordered all U.S. and Michigan flags within the state capitol complex and at all public buildings across the state to be lowered to half staff today, Governor Gretchen Whitmer made note of the one year anniversary of the shootings with a message on social media. I've been so impressed by the resilience
1: of the Spartan community over the past year. They've shown goodness and light outshines the darkness. Going forward, let's keep being there for one another and build on the work we did last year on common sense gun violence prevention
0: legislation. And let's stay Spartan strong.
1: Meanwhile, Tracy, Michigan today joined 20 other states plus the District of Columbia to enact an extreme protection order law, which is also known as Red Flag Laws. If a person is found to be at risk of harm to themselves or others with a gun, red flag laws can help disarm that person.
0: It is a civil court, not a criminal court. And that is a big difference that people need to understand because you're not being found guilty of anything. So the standard is not beyond a reasonable doubt. It is generally clear and convincing evidence.
1: April Zioli, policy co-director for the Institute for Firearm Injury Prevention at the University of Michigan, said that a judge or magistrate would need to step in before a firearm can be temporarily taken away. They say these new laws won't affect gun owners who are not in danger of harming themselves or others and can potentially save lives.
2: The red flag laws are not the only new laws going into effect in Michigan today. Right to work is
3: being repealed while prevailing wages have been reinstated. That change only affects private sector workers. Other laws now in effect are expansions of reproductive rights and protections for those in the LGBTQ plus community. All of these laws passing last year along party lines. Democrats had a slim majority in both the state house and Senate. There was little to no Republican support for any of these new policies. Jeremy Jenkins, WWJ News Radio 950.
1: It turns out the second wave of winter illnesses are now upon us. Dr. Gretchen Newman is an infectious disease specialist with the DMC. She says the holidays marked the first wave, and this is the second. Low vaccination rates are partly to blame, but she says it's hard to find a cause of the spread post-pandemic.
0: Do I think people gathered more? It's hard. It's really hard to say, um, and it's also kind of on a more high-level thing. It's hard to know what flu and COVID are going to look like in this kind of quote-unquote post-COVID era, you know, We do have years where we've had to spike.
1: According to Dr. Newman, this current spike includes the flu, COVID nineteen, and other respiratory
2: viruses. In other news, inflation is falling, but not as much as
3: expected. The twelve month inflation rate came in at three point one percent in January. It's a bit higher than economists expected. We paid more for food and housing and medical services, also paid more for pet products and services. Used cars and trucks seemed to be a bargain last month, down over three percent in price, now down three and a half percent from a year. Year ago. New cars and trucks held steady, prices unchanged on average during the month of January. Murray Feldman, WWJ,
1: News Radio 950. Home sales in Metro Detroit in January rose almost 1.5% from January 2023 totals. Median sales prices also rose, up 9.5% year over year to an average of $230,000. RealCom CEO Karen Cage says combined with a 3% drop in new listings and an almost 8% drop in homes previously listed and still unsold, that makes this a seller's market.
2: I think right now you would have to probably lean more toward the seller's market because of those prices and the quick sales. But my asterisk is as a seller, you have to already know where you're moving to. Because if you're going to put your house on the market and then say, okay, now I'm going to look around to find something to buy, you might want to do that sooner. You're going to be in the same boat as everybody else.
1: Cage says compared to last year, January sales of Detroit homes were up 20%, and the median sales price was up 3.3%.
2: When it comes to concerts in Detroit, the passion of music fans and the city's history are two keys to bringing in a good show. Howard Handler is the president of 313 Presents, which books musicians and sets up other events like the upcoming NCAA March Madness basketball games.
1: You think about Motown, the late great Aretha Franklin, Bob mm. Seger, Alice Cooper, Madonna, Eminem, Jack White, Tim Allen, you know so many who started here and still call Detroit and Michigan their home. There's even artists like Kiss um, that didn't really come from Detroit or start in Detroit, but really blew up and, and got their biggest audience in
2: Detroit. Handler says the past two years have had record crowds in music venues.
1: Coming out of the pandemic, people have greatly prioritized getting together with their friends, and getting out and going to shows and seeing their favorite artists. I think there's this primal need for
2: connection and community. Handler says every venue is special in its own way, and entertainers do care. He says comedian John Oliver was raving about the Fox Theater during a recent tour. Tune in all week as we focus on the entertainment industry as part of our Odyssey Conversation series, and you'll hear a special one-hour program this Thursday evening at 7 (laughs) p.m.